Likutei Sicha is Chedek Yudzayin, Volume 17, the Sicha for Shabbos HaGadol. In this Sicha, the Rebbe will explain why it's called Shabbos HaGadol. In other words, what is so great about this Shabbos? And also we will come to appreciate the true idea, the essence, the matter of what Shabbos is all about. A concept to familiarize ourselves with is Habcha. Is Habcha Chashucha Linhoira, which translates into transforming the bad, the darkness that is, into light, into good. Now when it comes to the destruction or doing away with klipa, the forces of negativity, there are two approaches. We can either break it, in other words, totally destroy it, eradicate it, smash it, but that doesn't serve a purpose. And then there is a much higher level, which is the, perhaps the ultimate, which is ishabcha, which is transformation, harnessing, so to speak, the bad and using it for good. So let's get into the Sicha that Rebbe brings from the Alter Rebbe. And he's actually going to quote the, almost an entire Seif in Shulchan Aruch. The Alter Rebbe explains that the Shabbos before Pesach, the Shabbos preceding Chaga Pesach, is called Shabbos Hagadol. And here is exactly his words verbatim. The Shabbos before Pesach, we call it Shabbos Hagadol because a great miracle took place in it. That in Mitzrayim, the Korban Pesach was taken on the 10th of the month, as it says, quote, on the 10th of the month, on the 10th of this month, each person should take for each household a lamb to their house. And al Rebbe continues and he says, and this day was Shabbos. And when the Jewish people took their lambs on that Shabbos, all the Bechoyre Mitzrayim, the firstborn of Egypt, gathered around to the, and came to the Jewish people and asked them, what is this that you're doing? And they said to them, well, this is going to be a Passover offering for us, for Hashem, because he's going to kill the firstborn of Egypt. So the firstborn of Egypt, continues the Alter Rebbe, went to their parents and to Pari, and to ask for them, to demand for them that they should send the Jewish people out of Egypt. And they did not want to. And therefore they proceeded to make a war with them and they killed many of them. That is the Bechayim of Mitzrayim, the firstborn of Egypt, waged a war, like a, a mutiny, a civil war, against their own fathers, the leaders of Egypt, and they killed many of them. And al Rebbe says, this is what we say in the, in the, in the uh, Tehillim, and also we recite it on Shabbos, and at the Seder, that those are my words, by the way. This is what it says, that Hashem smote the Egyptians through their own firstborn. Now the Rebbe concludes, and they established this day, they established this miracle as a memorial for all generations on Shabbos, and therefore they call it Shabbos Hagadol, the great Shabbos. So the Rebbe asks several questions. Number one, why does the Alter Rebbe emphasize that a great miracle happened? This seems to imply that had it not been a great miracle, had it not been a big miracle, then this Shabbos wouldn't be called Shabbos HaGadol. But the truth is that in any case, even just if a regular miracle took place on this Shabbos, still it should have been Shabbos HaGadol. Because in contrast to all regular Shabbos of the year, this is greater. So why is, this, why is the emphasis that there was a great miracle? That's number one. Number two, in the first place, what is so great about this miracle, asks the Rebbe. This is the famous question the Rebbe asks it elsewhere too, by the way. 
what what is so great? The fact is that even after they quote they, they quote killed many of their own, still the Jews were stuck in Egypt for another several days until such point that Hashem killed the firstborn. Only then were the Jews allowed to leave Egypt. So what really is the significance of this miracle? Another question asks the Rebbe. This whole idea that this, the memorial, the commemoration for this miracle was established to be on Shabbos, which notice is a weekday, a, a day of the week, a significant day of the week preceding Pesach, and it can fall out on random, random dates of the calendar, correct? That, and not on the 10th of the month, so true, there's a reason given that since later on, the sister of Moshe Rabbeinu, that is the prophetess Miriam, passed away on the 10th of Nisan. So the Chachamim did not want to establish a celebration on the day that she passed away to overshadow the memorial of her passing. However, says the, the Rebbe, that's not sufficient because that seems to be, so to speak, a negative reason. That's a reason why not to do it. But there seems to be an emphasis of a reason why to do it that it seems to have a connection with Shabbos, especially considering that we see that the emphasis the Torah made was that they take it on the 10th of the month, not a day before, not a day after. And as the Altarebbe points out, the 10th of the month was indeed a Shabbos. Now, why is this significant? Because we know that even prior to receiving the Torah, the Jewish people had already begun to observe Shabbos. In fact, one of the miracles that took place, one of the accomplishments of Moshe Rabbeinu was that he persuaded Parai earlier on, much before the plagues, that he should um, absolve the Jewish people from work on Shabbos because this is their important day of the week. So we already find that the Jewish people observe Shabbos, at least to some extent. So then why would the Torah tell them to take it on Shabbos, to purchase it, to check it, and to bring it home? All these things which typically would be forbidden to be done on Shabbos. And yet here we find that there's an emphasis that the Torah wanted it to be done specifically on that day. So from this it's evident that there's got to be a special connection between bringing this lamb home and what later ensued as a result and the day of Shabbos. Question is, what is it? So the Rebbe says to best better understand this, we'll first preface by understanding the true toichen and inyan, the matter and idea of what Shabbos is all about. So the Tzemach Tzedek explains on the Pasuk, which we say in the Song of the Day for Shabbos, the, the capital in Tehillim, Mizmor Shir Liyoim HaShabbos, that this is a song for the, for the Shabbos day. That he explains that according to the Medrash that says, what does it mean, Liyoim HaShabbos, the, the day of Shabbos? The word Shabbos actually means to, to, to destroy to abolish. So the Medrash says that this is the day that abolishes all mazikim min ha'ilam, all negative forces in the world that they should not be able to do to incur any damage, any negativity. And as it says, the gor zeiv im keves, that the, the wolf will lie together with, will, will go together with the lamb. That there will be a time where there will be no more any mazikim of whatever kind. In other words, the whole idea of Shabbos is that it eradicates any negativity. It does away with all forces of destruction, all forces of negativity. Now, this can be done in one of two ways. Either 
it could be that in a way that you actually totally destroy the mazikim, in other words, do away with them and eradicate their entire existence, or there is another manner in which you can subdue, you could ira- you can do away with the bad, and that is that you take away the negative element of it. In other words, you take away its ability to do bad, but you actually allow it to continue to exist, and it begins to contribute to doing good. It starts to become a positive force by using its resources in order to be able to contribute to good. Now, this second manner is obviously much greater than the than the than the, the one than the other one, than the other uh, um, option, than the other possibility of shvisa. And this is the idea of is hapcha which is the ultimate, taking the chashucha, taking the choshech, the darkness, the bad, and transforming it, turning it around, linahoyde to light, to good. That the mazik itself, this negative agent itself, becomes something that contributes to the good. True, says the Rebbe, that in the ultimate sense, this is only going to be accomplished in la'asid lavoy when Mashiach comes. Still, we find that this concept is true in Shabbos all the way from the beginning. In other words, it's an inherent concept in Shabbos, not just in the future, but we already find it in the very, very first Shabbos, that which called Shabbos Bereshis, the first Shabbos of the six days of creation. How so? It says over there that there was absolutely no darkness. That explains, if you know, for example, that everybody doesn't bring this, but in my own words, why we make a bracha on the fire on Matzah Shabbos. Because other Mauritian did not experience any darkness. He went from Friday straight into Shabbos, but there was no darkness at night. Why? Because even since darkness is a symbol of negativity at some level, it did not exist for those 36 hours from when he was born till he was kicked out of Gan Eden, total and absolute light. There was no darkness at all. So we see that the concept of Shabbos was already such that there was no darkness. Darkness didn't exist. Only, unfortunately, after the sin, did it all come back. Now, the idea of Ishabcha, of transformation, and its connection to Shabbos, is not just that the concept of Ishabcha happens to coincide with Shabbos. In other words, that it happened to fall out on Shabbos. No. It's more than that. It's that the idea, the essence of the idea of Shabbos is the idea of Ishapcha, and therefore it gets expressed on this day. And the Rebbe proves it by the following. The Gemara says, in reference to Shabbos, in other words, after the sixth day of the creation, six days of creation comes Shabbos, the Gemara says, What was the world lacking? What was the world missing? Oh, menucha, rest. Oh, says the Gemara, Bas Shabbos, Bas menucha. When the Shabbos came, that's when rest came. Now you have that. We need to understand this. Let's let's analyze it for a moment. We know that the Magad the Mizrich explains that the concept of time is also a creation, just exactly like the the concept of space, space and everything that exists in this world, all matter in this world was created. And prior to Hashem creating it, there was not. There was nothing there. Likewise, there was no concept of time. So therefore, from this it comes out, that when you look at each of the six days of creation, each day is a new creation of time. In other words, the first day there was a creation of Yom Rishon, Sunday. The second day there was a creation of, of Monday. It's not that Monday already exists and now everything that Hashem created, the matter that created came into Monday. He created matter and time, whatever it was, the time of Monday and the matter that He created on Monday, both were created on that day. 
Thus it comes out from this, that if you look at it that way, Shabbos in itself is a creation. In other words, prior to Shabbos having been created, quote-unquote coming, prior to Shabbos having come, having been created, there was no Shabbos. And therefore the question is, what exactly is the Gemara saying? That came Shabbos, came rest. Came Shabbos, came Shabbos. In other words, if Shabbos wouldn't come, there would be no Shabbos. If Hashem didn't create the seventh day of the week, there wouldn't be a seventh day of the week. So this tells us that what the Gemara is telling us is that inherent in Shabbos is the concept of Menucha, the concept of rest, the concept of subduing, the concept of, as the Rebbe is going to apply it, of the concept of transformation. Which means that the concept, the idea of Shabbos, the, the creation of Shabbos as time, and the creation of Shabbos as being the contributor, being the factor of Menucha is one and the same. What is the explanation of this? What does this mean? What is time? If we look at time, time basically is past, present, and future. In other words, every day of the week is another, another aspect of past, present, and future. You have Sunday. Sunday is that there's nothing prior to it, but it is, as we say, Yom Rishon is the first day. The first day already implies that today is day number one. Tomorrow there's going to be day number two. Monday is already the second day. It means the day before was Sunday. Today is Monday. Tomorrow there will be a third day. Shabbos is an existence in itself. Shabbos is the seventh day, but it's called Yom HaShabbos. Shabbos is the epitome of Menuchah. And Shabbos transcends this whole concept of past, present, future. Shabbos is a day in itself. Shabbos may be the seventh day of the week, but it is, so to speak, stands in a separate category. And what is the idea of Shabbos? Menuchah, tranquility, rest, transformation. And this is the indicator that Shabbos is an idea of transformation. When Shabbos, being that it itself is a concept of transformation, therefore it brings transformation to the world, as it was evident, as we mentioned before, in the very first Shabbos, and as will be at the end of time, when Mashiach comes, we'll all see it in a revealed manner. Through all this, now we'll, all, we'll better understand what the Alter Rebbe meant when he says that, quote, a great miracle took place on this day. It says the Rebbe, it's already been discussed many times. What is the concept? What is the idea of the firstborn of Egypt? They represent the strength, the power of Egypt. They were the ones who came to demand that good should be done, that the right thing should take place, that the Jewish people should be sent out of Egypt. In other words, the epitome of bad demanded that good should be done. This is a great miracle. Now true, in the ultimate sense, they did not accomplish much because it's like we said, the Jews did not leave. That's true. And they still had to wait until Marcus Bechardus. But the idea, the great miracle here is that the bad began to become transformed. Now what is the idea of miracle? The idea of a miracle means to be lifted up. The bad already was be, be, had begun to be lifted up, to be transformed. The clipper was not totally... I'm sorry, Klippa was, was, so to speak, the, the process of being mevatel, the Klippa, began right here with the, with the, with the uh, onset of this is Habcha. And therefore, the commandment of Hashem, knowing that obviously this is going to happen, in other words, this was part of the plan, that the Jewish people will take their, their um, carbon Pesach, they're going to take their lamb, and this lamb is a symbol of breaking that way the Zorah, 
and the Egyptians are going to ask them what happened, and this is going to be the response. It's all part of the plan. This is what Hashem was seeking to do, to begin the process, to set into motion the process of Ishabcha, of transformation of the bad. And therefore Hashem said it should be done specifically on Shabbos, because this is the idea of Shabbos. This is the whole purpose, this is the whole concept of Shabbos, that there should be a subduing of the klipa, but in a way of transformation. And now we can understand why from all the reasons that are given in Halacha, for why it's called Shabbos HaGadol, the Alter Rebbe chose specifically this one. Because this is the purpose of the whole thing. This is what the Alter Rebbe is saying. This is why it's called Shabbos HaGadol. Because all the other reasons do not really explain why it's called the great Shabbos. This is what's great about it. Because this is where the essence of Shabbos came out. This whole concept is the greatness of Shabbos. And this is where Shabbos was not just another ordinary Shabbos, but it was a great Shabbos because it, was, it, it came all to light. And now he says that we can also appreciate another point in this um, halach of the Alter Rebbe. If you really look at it, it seems that it's, the Alter Rebbe is writing many superfluous things. For example, he writes that since the Jewish people left on Thursday, in other words, the 15th of Nisan, when they actually left, the morning they actually left was on Thursday, therefore it comes out that, Shabbos was sun, uh, that, that, that the 10th was on Shabbos. The Rebbe could have just said, it happened to be Shabbos. Why does he have to say all of that? In other words, that seems superfluous, and it also seems like it's just a nice narrative, but what is the connection to Halacha and the point that the Rebbe is trying to bring out? Says the Rebbe, this is precisely the point, that we should understand, the Rebbe is, is, is highlighting to us, that we should understand. The reason Hashem instructed him to take the lamb was not just merely to prepare the lamb for the slaughtering on the 14th, for the offering that they're supposed to eat it on the night of the 15th. It wasn't just merely for that, but it was a purpose in itself. This purpose in itself was the prerequisite to what took place five days later and the Jews left Egypt. In other words, had this not happened, then leaving Egypt would have been purposeless. This had to happen. They, the, the, the process was set into motion in a real time, in a real way, by the Jews taking their, by the Yidden taking their, their Korban Pesach on Shabbos, in other words, harnessing the power of Shabbos, of Ishabcha, and this became the Hakdama, this became the, the preface, the, the, the prerequisite for the actual Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim. In other words, the transformation began not when they left Mitzrayim, not when they broke the Klippah and they broke out of it, but it already began five days before. So the Rebbe concludes, we know the famous saying of the Arizal on the Pasuk in, in the Megillus Esther, which says, which literally means over there, these days are niskodim, are, are remembered, are commemorated, and they are fulfilled, they are done. But the, the Arizal says that what this means on a, on a more esoteric level is that when these days are niskodim, when they are commemorated correctly, then Vinasim, the ideas, the, 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 the points, the concepts of the, and the effect of that, of that particular festival, of that particular Indian, become accomplished, they become affected. Therefore, says the Rebbe, every single Yid has to take a lesson from this. Every person has to know that they could affect this thing that happened on that Shabbos, which is Mishchu Ukhu Lochem. Mishchu literally means to pull, and take to you. What does this mean? So the Mechilta, the Medrash says 
that there is a double message here. Mishchu meant to pull. To pull what? Not to pull towards him, but to pull away from Avodah And then, Ukhu and take to you, that mitzvah began the process of taking to you, quote, to cleave, to adhere to mitzvahs. So the Rebbe says, of course, in speaking to each and every Jew, no yid is shayich to idolatry in the literal sense. But still, the concept of Avodah the idea of Avodah if we translate the words and pay better attention to it, it means something which is zar, which is foreign to the yid. And that, unfortunately, too many of us are mixed up with. And therefore, says the Rebbe, whatever yid needs to take a lesson from this Shabbos HaGadol, is mishchu, pull away from those things that are foreign for a yid, that distract a yid, that get us confused and take us away from Torah, and ukhu, and now take upon ourselves mitzvahs. Or in a simple sense, mishchu represents the sur merah, the going away from the bad, ukhu represents the asay toif. How do you do it? Just like then. The purpose wasn't just for them to bring the lamb home, but the purpose was more than that, and that was, or, or primarily for, to have an effect, to make a statement, to send a message, and it was to get noticed. And likewise, says the Rebbe, it's not enough to just do it ourselves, but rather, every yid has to be concerned about bringing other Yidin closer, about being a symbol to other Yidin of this Mishchu Ukhulachem, about getting going away from the bad and going towards doing good, increasing in Torah Mitzvahs. And then when you affect another Yid, through that, says the Rebbe, certainly will affect the entire world. And that is, of course, will culminate with the coming of Mashiach.